welcome, welcome, welcome back to Unapologetic Q. This is season two with your girl, Amber Burrell. I am so, so excited to be back for season two. I did dearly miss every single one. I missed doing the episodes. I took a break, but I am back like never before. And on today's first episode on season two, you see the title is The Overthinker. I want to talk about the female perspective of overthinker. This is part one. I will have part two with a special guest for the next week episode. But today I want to talk about being an overthinker. So, you know, I was just searching through the internet and I Googled some different things and just some different scenarios, just some different facts. And it stated that females overthink more than men because of how much more of our brain activity. And I really start to think about it from a female point of view of why do women overthink so much? Why do women have, well, not all women, but why do some women overthink situations? And then it begins to just dawn on me that women, um, well, I have three different points. So the first point is that I believe that a lot of women overthink because they want to have everything done the way that they want it to be done, like control. Not saying that you, that women are controlling, but most women are queens and bosses and, you know, independent and all of those things and want to have things in control. They want it to work out the way they want it to work out. So overthinking when you're planning something or when you work on a job and you have a project or assignment to be done or when you serve in the ministry or you're a mother or wife or whenever and or even if you have your own business. You begin to overthink because you begin to plan things out. And then you start thinking about possibly like, oh, this may fail or this may make, this may not go right. Or I may um, get fired because my boss just emailed me saying I need to have a meeting or all the possible things that could come to your mind as a woman to make you think like, dang, like I messed up, like something, something. I know I didn't do this right. Oh, I, I submit this resume. I submit this application. They probably ain't gonna hire me because I'm. I don't have a degree. Like all the things that we think of as a woman, because at the end of the line, you know, the royals taught us like you're a queen, you know, queen royalty, you know, control, you know, you can dominate all of these things, and that's one of the reasons why I think that women um, overthink in that category. For my second point, I believe that women overthink in just in reality of relationships. You know, single, married, engaged, um, divorced, or however such. I believe that a lot of women overthink, even in just the midst of like, I'm not good enough, or maybe I'm, maybe you know, I just, I'm just gonna be a single for the rest of my life, or oh, I like this guy, but he don't really text back quick enough, or he ain't called me today, maybe he don't like me, or he don't like my pictures like he used to, or you know, my husband act this way, maybe you know, maybe he ain't into me no more. Like it's so many things that women overthink about in a relationship, even some women that may be um, separated or divorced, like, oh, you know, I'm never going to find a man again. You know, I'm never going to find anyone to love me again. You know, when you think about the word overthinking, it's pretty much self-explanatory by just the word overthinking. So let's break it down. So we have thinking, right? And thinking is just thinking, you know, thoughts and pondering on things, right? But over 
it's like you overthinking. Like you have your brain to capacity, right, to think, but you're thinking over the capacity. And what I really believe before I get into point three, I want to put this in there, put a pin on this really quick, is that overthinking can cause you to have stress, is anxiety, overwhelming, also headaches, insomnia, not being able to sleep. You know, if you struggle or have struggled with overthinking, it's very important to begin to take down everything that you're overthinking about, write it down and write the truth next to it. Because overthinking is nothing but a bunch of lies. It's nothing but a bunch of lies. You know, you could be thinking like, for example, um, transparent one-on-one, you know, I know you always remember in season one, I always had my transparent one-on-one moments. So transparency one-on-one, um, you know, I had a situation where I take somebody, um, I take somebody and this was, you know, a while ago last year, I text one of my friends and, um, she never responded. So I'm like, you know, dang, she must be mad at me or we haven't talked in about two weeks or whatever. You know, I'm like, I just was thinking over and over like, oh, I know she mad or I know I did something to her or I know this or I know that. And I just automatically just was like going forth in my mind all day long thinking about like, I know I made her mad. I know I, I said something wrong or maybe I should have been reached out. This going, going and going and like she always online. I know she see my texts or all those thoughts came to my mind, right? So I had just beat myself up. So normally when you text people because of how this age is, it's like, oh, do reply back like quick. Like don't nobody really reply back in hours. Most people, before you can even lock your phone, they not already reply. Matter of fact, iPhone, they so messy. They have it that you can see the bubble, you can see the dots. So if somebody open up the message, right? <laughs> And they be, you begin to see the dots of them replying back, them getting ready to text you back, but then they don't send anything. And they, they just leave you on red. That's how messy iPhone is, y'all. But I got, I'm team iPhone, so whatever. But so um, so I text her, and she never texts me back. So I start all these negative things like, oh, she's mad at me. She's upset with me, blase. So what happened was she texts me back, but she didn't text me back until that evening. And at this point, I was like, oh, girl, I'm 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 gonna reply back when I want to. It's just being just being transparent, just being immature mentally about this. And she wound up texting me, was like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry that I didn't text you back. My phone was is my phone has been like not working. That's why I have not reached out to you in the past two weeks. I've just been going through a lot of different things with my family and such forth. And then my phone just was not like my phone has not been working. I don't know what's going on. I'm not." really getting my text messages because there was a point when people that have iPhones, it was like you, you would get the messages, but you wouldn't get no notification. And it was just like, be already read for you. And I was like, okay. And she was like, I miss you. How's everything going? How's life? And, and she was like, you know, I just took me a, a break for two weeks. I really wasn't talking to nobody. And once she began to tell me all these truth, y'all, it began to break every lie that I had put in my mind because I was about to cut her off because I used to be cut off queen. A lot of y'all know that from season one. But I used to I wanted to, I was thinking like I'm cutting her off. I ain't got to be bothered. You know, we ain't talk. You know, we talked all the time. But when she brought that clarity, I began to get freedom because it was in that moment and did other moments that I had that began to make me think like, wait, you overthought this. 
You thought that she was mad at you, that she was upset with you, that she was being funny acting and all those different things. But the whole time she needed time for herself, which we can do that, right? We're grown. And then for two, she don't have to text you back as soon as you text her. She can text you back next week, tomorrow if she wants to. You cannot control somebody else's response or, or control somebody to respond when you want them to. And then her, she was having phone issues. So you was thinking that she was ignoring you the whole time. She was, her, her phone wasn't right. And that, I brought that point up just to bring, that is what we do now in life, right? We begin to overthink things to a point that we drag it out. We've been cut somebody off in our head, went off on somebody in our head, think that we did something to somebody, condemn ourselves, beat ourselves up. And don't you let the enemy know that you did well on that because he about to come in and be like, oh, pull out the popcorn. Let's really play this out and really start making it worse and worse and worse. And... The biggest thing that I am learning with dealing with overthinking and learning how to defeat overthinking, um, because I struggle with overthinking, but I'm going, I'm getting ready to defeat overthinking because all these, all these different tips and tricks that I've been learning to bring my mind back into regular formality of thinking. But that just opened up my mind like, wow. I was overthinking this whole situation. I literally dragged most of my day just exhausted mentally. When you overthink, it makes you tired. And you'd be like, I ain't did anything but laying down and resting all day. But your mind just been going and going and going. And then another thing I want to point here real quick, put a pin on, is that when you overthink, it stops you from being able to focus on things that you need to focus on, right? So it will take up most of your brain, mind, your thinking part, and you're not even able to focus on things that you need to focus on. That's part of overthinking. It takes up so much of your capacity of thinking, right? And that your mind is getting ready. It's like you're about to explode with on this certain area or these certain situations or whatnot. And it gets to a point where you're not able to focus on other things. So my point three, and this is my last point with overthinking can be about ourselves. We can overthink about our own selves, you know, about I'm not where I want to be in life and I should be here and I should be there. And people probably looking down at me. And every time, you know, somebody come over my house or visit me and, and I don't have these things and they probably looking like, why are you living like this? Or why you like, you know, where your job at or how, where your career at or where your house at or where your car at or where your husband at, where your wife at. All of these possible things, right, that we can think of when about ourselves. We can go in our mind and be like, oh man, you know, I should be here by now. You know, I'm I'm 30 years old. I should be X, I should be X, Y, and Z, and I'm not. And then you start overthinking it all, like, well, you know what? I probably ain't here because I should have went on and just did this. So I should have just did that. Like, dang it. All of the things that you be starting to think overthink about your own self. And what it do is it begins to bring in um Thoughts, it begins to make you depressed, right? It begins to make you have anxiety. It begins to make you feel like low self-esteem about yourself. Because see, here's the trick of it all, right? This is what the, one of the things that the enemy do with people that deal with overthinking. Because everybody don't deal with overthinking. Some people can't overthink, but then everybody don't have these constant s- symptoms of overthinking. 
But when you deal with, uh, when you are an overthinker or an overcomer from an overthinker, because everybody that's listening to this, if you over, if you are an overthinker, you getting ready to overcome that because you're not staying stuck in that. But if you do deal with overthinking, one thing that the enemy loves to ride on is making you think everybody is against you. Everybody judging you, everybody talking about you, people laughing at you. He messed with me in such a way that I would like I would be talking to some people. Right. And as soon as I get off the phone with them and I vent to them or I share things with them or I just, you know, let my hair down. I'd be feeling like they about to I, my mind is like, oh, they about to go tell everybody what I said. And I overthink that, like, dang, I should never talk to them about that. Dang, I should have kept that to myself. That's one thing I should not, you know, that, that's how he messes with me. Like, oh, they talking about me. Oh, they going to tell this and that, 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 that. Or, you know, he'll even mess with you. You, you. you can even overthink it to the point where you can be thinking like, oh, you know, People, you know, my my so my family, my friends, you know, they looking down on me, you know, they looking at me like, dang, you you ain't you ain't you ain't arrived. You supposed to be you supposed to have a big house now. You supposed to be driving. You supposed to be having five cars. Like y'all make this X Y and Z money. Why y'all ain't there? And you be thinking that people thinking that the whole time. People ain't thinking about you. When. I sat down one day and I was overthinking about so much stuff that it was making me to the point I was having anxiety attacks. And I was sitting down and God told me, he whispered in my ear and he told me, he said, what makes you think that you are that important for people to think about, talk about you all day? All these lies that the enemy is telling you that people sitting around talking about you and looking down at you and, 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 all, and being fake and all that. He said, people have their own lives why would they sit down and be doing that about Amber all day? He's like, you important. You very important. People love you. But girl, you ain't that much for people to be thinking about you like that. And when I tell you, that got me to, I said, oh, you're right. Maybe, I, you know, I'm like, whoa, you're right. Like people ain't got time to be sitting around. People trying to catch up on their reality shows. People trying to sleep. People doing stock and people taking trips and people trying to find a job or trying to find their way through life. You think they got time to be sitting around like, yeah, Amber this. Dang, she ain't got that or Doc Zay, do Doc Zay. No. Like, he's like, no, people, people don't have time. Yes, people may say little things about you. People may throw comments out. He said, but, and so what? I mean, hey, that that's what people do. But you sit here and you thinking that people are spending time talking about you and thinking about you and expounding on your life when they have their own problem. And even if they are doing it, what benefit is it for them? So I just want to say to all my people that are overcoming, overthinking, I really wish that I would have retitled that that name. But I want to say to you all to... Oh, I want to challenge you all. How about that? I want to challenge you all to every single thing that you're overthinking, a job, your finances, where you at in life, how your spouse look at you, or if you're going to get a spouse, or all those, if you desire to have a baby and why you haven't had a baby yet, all those different things. If you overthinking these situations and it's causing you to be stressed, anxious, it's causing you to be depressed. One thing that I want to say to free a lot of people, especially if you are a believer, is that Overthinking shows God where you don't trust him at. I'm going to let that sit there and simmer in y'all hearts because it's simmering with me right now. The the pot is warming up. (laughs) 
Overthinking reveals God to God, which he already knows, but it reveals where you lack trust at uh, of God in your life. That's what anxiety and all of those things. If you're overthinking things like, dang, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't even know why I, don't, I ain't got this, 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 my mirror yet. Why my life is like this. This is supposed to be happening. I'm supposed to be having, being married by this age and all these different things. And I'm still single and what's going to happen. Just going, 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 just overthinking it. Overthinking the fact that you are going to be a husband, that you are going to be a wife. And that's just that. That's it. That's the vision. That's the thought. But now you putting all your over stuff on it. And it's like, wait, hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me, let me rewind. God, I don't trust you there. I don't trust that you're going to send a spouse to me. I don't trust that you're going to allow me to have a child to get pregnant or have a baby. I don't trust that you're going to let me get the job and be career, be successful as you call me to be. I don't trust that I am actually a wonderful person, that I'm actually a good person, especially when you have done so wrong so much. It's like, I don't think that I'm good. I don't think that I'm even worthy to even be in anybody's life. And when you begin to overthink and have those thoughts, it takes away your trust in God. It shows God like, I don't trust you here. I'm praying about it. You can still pray about something overthink it. That's also double-minded as well. You can still pray. You can, I pray. I love praying. You can still pray about something, but still overthink it. But I want to leave y'all with this pen. Leave y'all with this note right here. When you cook something, especially my people that like meat or whatever, when you cook something and it tells you that it's supposed to cook for an hour, but you actually cook it for longer than an hour, you overcook it and it begins to burn. You don't want to eat that. So now you got to start all over and cook something else. Remember this when you overthink. When you overthink, you take a thought and you overcook it and you overexpound on it. And it begins to make your, it, it begins to burn and cause you to be stressed and anxious. And it begins to make you be in a place where everything around you is smoking and foggy and you're not able to focus. Everything that you overthink, write it down on a piece of paper and write the truth down. So that when a lie comes to you and, and overthinking, you already know this is I'm, I'm overthinking. Immediately stop it. Immediately bring out the truth of that lie and immediately free yourself. Because if you struggle with overthinking, all it means is that you need to take the time to think, but don't overdo it. Stay in your lane in your thoughts. My my wonderful counselor slash friend told me that. She said, stay in your lane. When you have an anxiety, that means you're trying to get into another lane. Stay in your lane with your thoughts. Stop trying to go over in your thoughts and stop trying to make your and blow your mind up and, and make it so big like you like you directing a movie or a play. Stay in your lane with your thoughts. Don't go all over in your mind trying to think about this and this and that and that. Stay in your lane in your thoughts. Because everything that you're overthinking about and you you already spawned on it and made it worse and, and stretched it out. It, it was small as a mustard seed. Now it's big as an ocean or a tree. You have added your own things to that. 
And now the enemy is taking it and putting lies and lies and lies. And you're trying to find the truth. The truth is what you know it is. And leave it at that. Don't try to add. Don't try to subtract. So I hope that this episode is a blessing to all of you all. I am so excited for part two next week. I have a wonderful special guest who is very, very dear to my heart. And until next week, folks, overcome overthinking, write it down, deal with it, but don't be over and don't be extra. Peace out.